That's the beat. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Adafruit Show and Tell. It's a show where we are hosting, <laughs> but yeah, this the- is where folks, we invite folks from the community to come on and share your projects, whether it's 3D printing, biohacking, whatever type Wearables, of making, 3D printing, retro software, long list of things, all the things. We're going to start off uh, with folks from the community, well, from Adafruit, and then the community. Um, Take about like a minute or two. And if you want to join, get up on discord.gg slash Adafruit. Well, you'll see the link to get up on the show and tell. First, going to start off with Brent Rebel. Brent, where are you? There you are. Hey, guys. Hey. So the past week, yeah, we have some exciting stuff to show um, for Adafruit.io. So um, this is a collaborative effort between me and Melissa. And she worked on the website of things. And I worked on the hardware side of things. And now if you have an ESP32 board, so like the uh, Feather ESP32, and I'm also starting to play around with some of the Sonos switches that are really, really inexpensive. Like the mini ones are pretty cheap too. Um, you can use it with Whippersnapper. And what's really neat is that um, you don't need to install anything. So you plug in your board. And if you've seen ESP Web Tool, which Melissa also worked on, this uses the Chrome browser as a serial connection. So you select the... This doesn't show it on um, like uh, StreamYard, but it shows it on mine. And you select the board, and it attempts to reset the board. And maybe it doesn't. <laughs> awesome. I love demos. Uh, all right. And then it connects to it. So then you enter your SSID, your password, which is, I just changed it like two minutes ago. And then it has the script on it already. Your Adafruit.io username, and I just generated a new password. And then you just click install Whippersnapper. And what it does is it erases the flash, and then it installs your credentials into the non-volatile memory section of um, the ESP32. And this is a really interesting way of provisioning devices because previously, like if you were using a feather and it was like in the field, right? Like you you make a sensor node and you install it and there was a person who was like installing it literally near a volcano on Adafruit forms. And he was like, I got to wait like three weeks to get back to the volcano. Um, This is a way of doing things. um, This is an OTA, but this is a way of doing things where you don't need somebody with an IDE and experience with um, Arduino or experience um, with anything but like the internet. So you should be able to, like if you're an educator and you're bringing boards to and from a classroom, you can only um, update your credentials or you want to flash it to use a different user's um, board and the different credentials, you can do it from here. And like unlike other IoT platforms, uh, there's no agent that needs to be run on the computer itself. It's all run in the Chrome browser, which is really nice. Um, it takes like 86 seconds about and should be done in a little bit. And then when it's finished, it will disconnect from this and it will pop up on Whippersnapper and say, I'm an ESP32. So I'll give it like a few seconds. Um, (laughs) The beat you guys did earlier. (laughs) No, that was whack, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was was me trying to do a beat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. There we go. Yay. And then it generates the NVS, and then it's done. So if you reset the device, like I'll just physically press a button, um, the device on my desk is glowing, and then um, 
it checks in to Whippersnapper. It says oh. we have a new Hisoff 32 oh. and you can name it. And it shows the firmware version it's running now as well. Yeah. And you're all set. And then you can add uh, components to the device. So, so this awesome. is a new thing. And if you want an invite for it, um, go to the Adafruit Discord, which is adafruit.it slash discord, and go to the help with Adafruit.io channel. And just type, I want an invite to Whippersnapper, and I'll take care of it. Don't awesome. message me directly. Just type in that channel, and I'll take care of it. All right. Cool. Well done. So All cool. Right. So uh, when do you think like a wider release beta will be out? Um, End of this month, I hope. Oh, we're pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well done. This is a great. I'll say it on air. Like that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Set Can't wait to try in. this out. It's so cool. Yeah, man. Awesome. All right. Well, Glad thanks, you're excited. thanks all. Yeah. We'll thanks. see some more stuff later on. All right. Cool. Next up, we're going to jump in to Kevin. Kevin. Hey, Kev. Hey. Hey, how are you guys it. doing? Good to doing see you. Right. Yay. Happy Wednesday. Happy show and sell day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Couple of things. Uh, first thing that I was working on is working on my demo for Sensors Expo. And wow. this thing is really cool. This is called a phase dock. You can get these at DigiKey. Oh. Um, there's different slides and uh, holders for different boards that make it for all sorts. And this one, I'm doing a demo on the, you know, the, the Adafruit Stem QT and all the different peripherals and sensors. I can get a little closer to it. But, you know, you can either zip ties. Yeah, you can zip tie it to the board, and it's got a clear plastic cover. You can throw this in a backpack. Um, you, these are great for schools or, you know, anybody that's doing. I've seen so many cool projects on here on Show and Tell, oh. and if you want a way to keep it somewhat portable and safe and together, these things are really cool. So check them out on DigiKey. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is our Halloween contest on Hackathon. There it is. And yes, and there it is. So Halloween Hackfest. And, you know, there's, again, so many cool projects that I see on Show and Tell. So go put these Halloween projects on uh, on Hackaday and enter your chance to win. Uh, the prize, if you use an Adafruit board, is doubled. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, there's and some concentrations as well. Um, yes. There's three projects right now. So you have plenty of time. I think the deadline was October 11th, if I'm not yes. mistaken. So there's plenty of time to get in on, on it now. But yeah, if you haven't already, sign up to Hackaday.io. It's free to do so. And you can start posting up your photos of your projects. Yeah, definitely uh, time to get started right now so you don't have that excuse of, oh, no, no it's, too, it's early. too late. <laughs> or it's too late, yeah. Yeah, the one that we were... Halloween is year-round. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, the coolest one I think is this... Yeah, I think this skeleton one, if you guys want to get some inspiration, is really cool. It's adding a motor to one of those 12-foot skeletons that like you know sort of blew up everybody's getting Home Depot, yes uh, yes these yeah. are amazing i play i play the audio but it's like the uh pirate song yeah from disney <laughs> we don't want we don't want to get copy strike <laughs> but yeah definitely check it out uh it is at a hack at io yeah you just make your project and then on the sidebar there's a thing you click add to submit to the to the contest how cool cool very very cool right. well thanks right. guys happy show and yeah, yeah. day we'll thank you soon. yeah we'll thanks. see you next time bye all right bye all right, next up, we're going to jump in with John Park. John. Hey, John. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? That's good. good. How you doing? All right. All right, here we go. So uh, I've got a couple projects that I've been doing using this little snap-apart uh, PCB keyboard. So this is for mechanical key switches. Um, 
I ought to have some around here. Here's a couple. I'm going to wander off for a second. Uh, so these are hot swap sockets that you can plug the uh, key switches into, and they are um, connected as a diode matrix with columns and rows. And there's a NeoPixel snaking its way through here, but you can snap these apart where the little sort of nibble perforations are, either to just reduce the size down or to reconnect it in a different configuration. So last week on my show, I was uh, working on this and I just published the guide. This is my, I'm calling it the NumPad 2000. <laughs> or no, 4000, it's twice, 4, 000, twice yeah. as good. Uh, mm -hmm. And the, the neat thing with this one is that I've taken things off the grid. So you can see these keys here are all one unit size, one U, uh, but I wanted to use the big honkin plus enter and zero. So that means that there's some snapping apart and reconfiguring and resoldering that goes on. Uh, I left the back open so we could just see that. You probably want to make a, a version with that covered if you're really using this in, in a typical uh, spilling your soda all over the place kind of environment. Uh, but this, you can see in here some of the wiring that goes on to, to kind of keep the NeoPixel strand flowing through. That's that white line. There's some ground that's being connected, some voltage. And then the yellow here are some uh, columns and there's some blue for some rows. So um, that one, the guide will show you how to set all that up. And uh, you can see here, I've got a nice big uh, Feather RP2040 here that these are connected to, uh, kind of hidden up under there. Mm -hmm. And this is a um, the, one of the reasons I chose this is I do have quite a few columns and rows to deal with. So I needed a decent amount of GPIO. Mm -hmm. uh, however, what I'm working on next is a four by four keypad. Uh, so this one stays on the grid. This one uses our super cool uh, aluminum case that we're selling now. It's an aluminum case. It has a, uh, I think it's an aluminum plate, it might be a steel plate for the uh, key switches to snap into. Your uh, NeoPixel board fits in there. And then since uh, I had already done this sort of external big honking board one, I really wanted to challenge myself to fit everything inside this case because it's a pretty case. So I've got a uh, Cutie Pie in here. This is a Cutie Pie M0, but you could also do this, I think, with the Cutie Pie RP2040. It should fit. It's really, really very little clearance in there, but I found a way. And so I'm going to be showing that off on my show tomorrow, and I'll be uh, writing up a guide on how to make your own. Uh, this one is running Arduino and just a keypad demo. Uh, right now, and I and I set it up to do some uh, NeoPixel stuff when you press the keys. It's nice and clicky. Some big jade switches in there. Um, but I may, I was uh, issued a, a challenge by uh, Lamore just a half hour ago. She said, hey, maybe you can get QMK working on this, which is a really popular uh, keyboard management software for microcontrollers or firmware for uh, microcontrollers for people who are making custom keyboards. So maybe that's the next step with this. Uh, and I think that's it. That's what I've got. Uh, and uh, you can come on by tomorrow to see how this works and what's going on in here and how that possibly could fit in there. <laughs> Pretty cool. And congrats awesome. on 200. 200 yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. My 200th episode tomorrow. Can you believe Ooh. it? The time flies. Yeah. We're going to be having cake for you. <laughs> yeah, cake. Come on cake by. Like everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. All right, JP. For sharing. See you tomorrow. Thanks see you guys. Bye. Next right. up, let's see what Scott's working on. Hey, Scott. Hello. Um, there we go. Way to Yeah. So I'm diving into USB. Uh, we have this bug for CircuitPython 7 that says, hey, the TNT just doesn't work at all. Okay. Um, well, it kind of works. The CircuitPython code works, but the USB side doesn't work. So 
I have been digging deep into the weeds of USB. And uh, what you have here is this is a capture of all of the traffic on USB. Wow. And all these red lines are the ones where the protocol analyzer thinks it's uh, incorrect. So mm. basically what I'm doing is I'm taking a look at uh, these red lines and trying to figure out why CircuitPython is not responding in the way that uh, would make sense. So if things work well, you get this like higher level protocol description of like, this is getting the device descriptor. And then right after that, you can see that, oh, it does a second thing and the second thing fails. So um, I'm on my way, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a, it's very deep. So uh, I think I'll plan on covering it on Friday for me, my deep dive if people want to see me uh, hammering on USB. I think I figured it out so that I can have like all my cameras on different USB buses. Um, cause the danger in showing USB is you can, like, say, yeah. you break your USB bus, like oh, it can man. be really bad for audio and video and all that sort of like, other sort of like stuff. Tightrope walking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So we might give that a try. Uh, folks have been really, uh, patient with me <laughs> if I've had technical troubles during my deep dive. So thanks to everybody for that. Completely and I just wanted to say, um, I also wanted to say, Hey, it's been five years that I've worked for Adafruit. Yes, um, yes, yes. I think it's, to the day when you went on show and tell and you got the email from PT. Yeah, so it's it's been five five years since I got the email from Phil, uh, which is the day after I was on show and tell. But uh, I've been doing show and tell a long time, and uh, I'm happy to be here and happy to be working on CircuitPython for Adafruit. No, I'm glad you ca well you done. came on to say that because it's a good reminder that coming on the show and tell it's pretty much like a honeypot. This is where we find a lot of the people. I mean, that's yep. how we get on to. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. 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 It's a great place to show your work. Sure. Um, even when it's USB, that's not working. <laughs> it eventually gets there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. Cool. Hopefully. All right. Awesome. Hopefully it won't take me weeks. That's the real oh, thing. No. <laughs> Thanks so much for cool. showing up, Scott. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have cake for you as well. Yeah. I think we're have, gonna have like uh, a bunch of little cakes for everyone. Yes. Yeah, All right. Don't cake. forget to exercise too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this dog does not let us forget that. <laughs> Good. All right, awesome. Scott. We'll see you next have time. A great one. Thanks. Bye. All right. Next up, we're going to check in with the community. We have two folks here. Uh, Edicio, we got you here. Edicio. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. Sorry. Hey. Uh, so me and my father made another project together. Okay. Uh, it is an Arduino. Uh, Sweet. And it is like five volts. Uh, we did not. Uh, we we did make uh, some some changes in the project, like. We put, I I can show in the camera, but we added some things to to connect the to connect the the oh the, the cable for the energy, so you can connect uh uh it in a place that is close to the to this cable here, so you just put the pins here in this direction, you see, uh uh it also it i saw the red may probably most of the parts but my father saw the red some of other components and uh in a few weeks probably we will be doing another arduino and uh we will buy the the five pcbs but uh we will make the changes and make it oh i know get some uh PCB. so i hope you like it it's Standard project, nothing very special, but we like it a lot to do. 
awesome great. it's always great to collab with uh with your folks yeah yeah definitely post the uh, link in the discord if you can awesome yeah. thanks so much for sharing all right and come back and uh, show us more projects yeah yeah yeah. to get the revs out yeah awesome all right Adisio. thanks bye Bye. Cool. All right. Next we'll up, uh, we'll jump the... in with Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, guys. Um, just early morning on uh, Thursday morning in Australia. So, oh, wow. everyone. Awesome. <laughs> hey. um, so, just on, uh, I showed off a Tron project before, and I'm just showing off uh, oh. another version. You know, the Light Cycle Baton? Yes. So, I made both a black version, and I know this is out as a toy, but I thought I'd add some electronics uh, magic, and I did a white version as well. Nice. So I printed off the center section using a resin printer. Oh. So there's a, some nice detail. And you know, oh. what's a good prop without some electronics magic? I just added a small little cap touch at the back and just touching it off. Just sets off the nice. circus. Nice. And so depending cool. on which faction you're part of, you know, you just go red if you want. Uh. Or, mm, <laughs> and, and I just threw in some green as well, just to, you know, because we can. Oh, cool. Yeah. And off, and there we go. Great. So that's I just thought showed off. I know the toys out there, but I thought you know you can always just do yeah, something so extra cool with using some Adafruit uh, um, uh, microcontrollers and some awesome. NeoPixels. So yeah, that's a from me. I always encourage people to remake it because the toys like that are manufactured aren't always as good as something you could make yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love the like cycles the light in the back cycles too. In the background yeah, I just thought it, it's my yeah, workshop's a bit so of a mess. Cool. So <laughs> That's great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Thanks, Gary. All right. Next, Next up, up we'll is... check in with uh, Carl and Chelsea. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi, I'm Carl. That's Chelsea. Hey, um, how you guys doing? Good. We're in California. We have smoke. <laughs> oh no yeah but at least no rolling power outages yet oh, um, we're at a small semiconductor company in silicon valley we do analog chips and chelsea is my intern for the summer and we've been using your boards to demo our evaluation kits um, oh. so we recently came out with a line of rgb drivers that uh, has some unique attributes that give it some nice advantages for people and uh, this is like one of our demo boards right here. This one uses the Feather RP2040. Okay. And it was Sorry. programmed in, I don't know why the light's on. It was programmed using MicroPython. So it's on the back side. So, so we put the diffuser where you can see it from the front or the back. Sweet. And Excellent. Um, we have a software script in there that runs for about seven minutes in a loop to demo all sorts of patterns and colors and crazy oh. stuff, uh, more than any product would usually ever want. But what we did is we made a library of functions to do different patterns. Um, there's a couple I mentioned we had attributes that are unique. Um, so these are current sync regulators with switches to the high side. That basically we use Charlie Plexing, and I think Adafruit is probably mm -hmm. one of the few companies that knows what that is. Mm -hmm. um, so it's Charlie Plex, so we have very few wires uh, going, mm -hmm. PC board traces going to the LEDs themselves. Nice. Uh, we basically use. Um, 12 wires to do 12 RGBs on this product. Oh, wow. And so it's uh, three four-wire buses. Um, it's actually kind of unique because we don't Charlie Plex fully, and there's some technical reasons. This is how the PC board is designed. So you can mm -hmm. see that we have the a little three-by-three three chip, and then there's four-wire buses, each going to four RGBs. And so the idea here is it minimizes your routing. 
So we get a lot of customers say, oh, we used to use a lot of wires, a lot of layers to do it. And it kind of started by us dissecting the uh, Amazon dot. Which ah. It has a chip from somebody that you guys have used on your webpage. And so, and it's a five by five and we did a three by three that does everything and more. That was wow. one thing. How cool. And so it's, yeah, third the wires, third the chip size. Size translates to cost in our industry. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely less layers. Oh yeah, yeah, more efficiency in the getting the PCBs out. Right. Yeah, and then one other cool thing we did. So this is a small one. It's the two by two millimeter and it does four RGBs, and so that's a, a for yeah. customers that want indicator lights or something. Mm. Peloton designed this into a few things. Um, cool. So. What processor are we using on oh, that one? Oh, this one uses the QtPie SAMD21. Nice. And so we programmed it, we programmed it in the Arduino IDE. Excellent. Yeah. I like the use of uh, the stomach cable. It's a really good way to yeah. plug into it. Yes. Ah, really so our first, yeah, our first attempt was before we hired her. We had like uh, just some regular um, you know, header oh, pins yeah. and we were oh, not okay. reliable. Yeah, they're a little <laughs> not fun. Yeah. So we're changing everything, all our boards. Right now it's soldered in, but we're redesigning right. all our boards to have oh, this stem yes. Excellent. So once you go stem, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really hard to go back once you just quickly, exactly. especially for you know doing the evolved boards where you want to constantly you know switch change them out them. and change them out. Yeah, right. it's another thing Chelsea worked on was we changed our color space in our software to be mm -hmm. um, sRGB, oh, so it matches right. computer okay. screen colors. That's right. pretty easy. Just a little yeah. math. Excellent. So then Definitely we did another board where we bridge two chips together into a light bar. Right now it's not lighting everything. Uh, it's kind of all white here. Um, <laughs> this one does, let's see if I can get it to show colors. Uh, it's oversaturating with this camera, but we're doing random colors to random LEDs right now. And so it's just one of our patterns we have. Now we're doing That's some right. log breathing. Yeah. Nice. So, but the patterns go contiguous across multiple chips. And we wrote our software oh, to allow that yeah. pretty easily um, because it's parameterized and you can put a map of how many chips are on the bus and everything. Oh. One other, are you guys still there? Because we see a black screen. Oh, uh, oh. can you hear us? We're having a connection problem. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you're right next to us. Yeah, if you can <laughs> hear us, uh, keep keep going. <laughs> You were a little choppy, but you came back. We're here. Can you hear us? Sounds choppy. Oh, yeah, no, we're having some sort of a connection problem. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, live streaming. That's, Don't that's worry, though. Happens. We saw everything you demoed. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. All right. I guess we'll uh, we'll end it here. Yeah. It looks. <laughs> we got about like right. eight minutes. But yeah, I think that is everyone. Oh. All right. Well, Thanks, Carl and Chelsea, for coming in. If you folks can still see us. Yeah, don't worry. Um, we saw we can't hear yeah. you guys. It's very choppy audio coming through, and there's no video. Um, oh, so no. there's some sort of a network problem going on. Uh, all right. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time, I suppose. But uh, thanks for hanging in there, folks. OK, maybe we have to call you guys back in. Uh, we'll try <laughs> that. All right. It's all good. All right, folks. Well, that's the show and tell. It's a live stream on the internet, and sometimes things like that happen. But thank you, everybody, for coming in. Um, don't, don't forget. Go yeah, don't go anywhere because in a couple minutes, we'll have Lamar and Phil here. Not here, but over there <laughs> on this YouTube channel thing. That's it. We're going to go now. <laughs> Bye, folks. See you next week. Thanks, everybody.